Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 687 and today I am uh, talking about the last um, lesson in business and I guess all of these lessons aren't the traditional lessons. There's definitely plenty of lessons such as make sure you're across your numbers, um, things of that nature, look after your staff, all this sort of stuff. That's, that's the generic, you know, read these books lessons and I think they're all really beneficial I wanted to give you um, lessons that I've learned through the actual experience of 10 years of business working with different people speaking with different people um, working through particular difficulties and the lessons that I got from that which may be a little bit more unique Um, one of them and I think the coach room was a big influence of this was um, how to look at long-term shift and change not just on an individual level. Now, I was at New Year's Eve, was at a, at a, at a New Year's Eve um, party and I was talking with a couple of other business owners and they shifted to me and they said, so what's your measurement then of success within your business? And I'm much younger than these um, these other guys. I go, well, there's many ways, obviously, um, which we were discussing, which of course can be monetary, which is, is, is very important, um, among many other factors. I said, one of the key things for me is actually intergenerational change like our idea of success is heavily um, impacted by our ability to have intergenerational impact. And we know that because if all we're doing is short-term results um, and building codependencies, then there's no intergenerational impact in that example. But when we're able to stay true and stay our course and help educate and help be a beacon for people to find out for themselves what they're capable of, that then flows on to the next generation. It becomes intergenerational. And it also means that we won't be able to really measure our success for decades to come. And that's crucial. That's really important because it gives a long-term vision for a future. Now, any successful campaign has a long-term vision. It has a long-term vision and it allows people to see that and and be inspired by that. And so for us and for me as an individual, it's intergenerational impact, right? And so this these terms can sometimes fall on deaf ears but the, 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 or, or sort of fall under the cliche-sounding terms. But the reality is if we are continually pursuing the six-week shred if we're training in a way that's going to take away from life later on then we have to step back and and at least make sure we're reading the fine print of of what where what trade-off we're doing none of these examples are inherently wrong but they are trade-offs you are trading off damaging your body now for less later on you know where where and i saw this a lot in early days of crossfit with um people pursuing um uh, amateur level of an athlete for the sake of long-term injuries right we were short-term results for long-term restrictions and the difficulty of this is that it's this it's seen as in fashion it's seen as this hardcore thing but you're fucking chewing down pills for the rest of your life because your joints aren't and i'm not saying crossfit does that at all just to clarify, if you, if you haven't figured that out by listening to my stuff yet, I'm not fucking saying that about any specific form. But you've got to read the fine print and know what you're in for. And I think that's crucial across all sports. People that play football know that there's a trade-off. I'm going to go after and find out what I can do in my youth. And I'm going to, I'm going to 
pay for it a little bit later on, but hopefully that'll trade itself off, right? And then the key thing there is going, as I age, how do I want to age? And so the the things that we have to also think about is that if I'm busted by 45 and my kids are 10 and I can't play with them, there's your intergenerational impact. I'm not necessarily, necessarily saying positive, although your children may look at that and go, I never want to be like my parents. They were always busted. They were always sore. They never looked after themselves. I never want to be like that. Part of the thing about impact is that we'll always make impact. It depends on whether we're making for the sake of a, you know, no other better word to use, positive impact. So the key thing here is that you will always make impact, right? And you're not even in control of how people create meaning about how they view your behavior and what you put forward. You're not in control of that. You're not your children, not your peers, not no one. So... The best thing that you can do is think about how can I make sure that what I'm doing today is going to give both myself and the people around me an investment in 20 years to come? How can I participate more in life? How can I um, build a habit of making time for myself, which will also allow me to make time for other people? Or if I'm so good at making time for myself... How could I lean into this idea of working with other people to expand my potential? And all of a sudden, as our potential and our realm of possibility grows, we actually influence everyone else around us. And some people don't like that. They're going to be resistant. And the best way I've ever heard that expressed is when you decide to change. And think of ego as ego structures, structures of the mind that keep us Um, playing a persona well that's just the way i am that's the ego that's the persona trying to stay as the persona rather than the self seeing that and being able to see through that structure and see that that's the way i choose to be which is very very different and so when we decide to change and we start to to witness a lot more observe a lot more and see the structures of ourselves and see the triggers and the reactions coming up for us People around us may not like that and they're saying, you've changed, you know, you used to be like this and now you're like that and that's all these sorts of things that what they're attempting to do, it's almost like your ego has gone into them and I'm not using ego as a bad thing, you're hearing mine right now, that your ego has gone into them and is trying to get back into you, right? They're using them as a vehicle because it, it remembers, that person remembers what you used to be like to uphold their egoic structures and their map of reality. And so when they're asking you to go back to how you were, it's so that your ego can get back inside of you. It's, it's a way to think about it, right? And so when we go down this pathway of unfolding and learning more about ourselves, then we get to be the beacon for those around us and inspire them to do the same. And when we are continually in the student the student space and and educating and being educated, then this is how we make long-term intergenerational change. I remember when I first started Funk and I used to explain, I like back where I used to work, people would be like, oh, you know, you're going to tell me what to eat. You're going to push me through my workouts, tell me what to do, get me in trouble for not working up. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to fucking do that. It's like, why not? You're, you're my trainer. You're meant to motivate me. It's like, no, because that creates a codependency. Now you need me. Remove me from the equation and you just revert back to your default. Nothing fucking changes. It's this short-term satisfaction as if we're achieving something, but nothing is actually kept, right? 
It's like giving someone the lottery and then they lose it because then they haven't developed to, um, to be the type of person to be able to earn that and then keep it. And that's the difference. So intergenerational change is one of the most powerful ways to view how you operate your business and how you communicate to those around you. And it takes a long time. And there's a lot of people around you that may blow into your industry and they're doing real well and they're marketing and they look like this and I fucking promise you they will blow out if they come on real quick they'll go out real quick right and then usually just like that all of a sudden trust yourself seek the truth speak the truth and look for intergenerational change on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this podcast beneficial, it would mean the world to me if you would pass it on to someone else who you think would also find it beneficial. If you haven't already, you can grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, anywhere online that sells books or at alphathetaflow.com if you'd like one personally signed by me. If you're an athletic coach or a high performer and you're wanting to find out how to find your flow, then check out alphathetaflow.com and get in touch. I would love to have a chat with you. That's it from me. Big love. Peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon. Thank you.